Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Special extra issue, we are reviewing the movie Shang-Chi. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. I'm Adam. And I'm Brent Wingate. Well, I'm going to take it away. Uh, <laughs> uh, so just a quick description of the plot. This is obviously always a heads up in case you haven't seen it. And you need an appetizer, I guess, but you should fucking watch that movie if you're listening to this. But the MCU introduces its first Asian lead and tells the story about assassins, chosen family, and reconciling with your past in the 2021 hit movie, Black Widow, I mean, Shang-Chi and the Legends of the Ten Rings. Okay, but Adam, what if I wanted a more thorough description? Like, would you happen to have one of those? I do, but it's behind a spoiler wall, so make sure to turn this off if you haven't seen the fucking movie yet. I should probably go see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings mainly focuses on the titular character played by Simu Liu of King's Convenience and Stock Photography fame and his past catching up with him. That past being a hundreds of years old father, Zhu Wenyu, played by Tony Leung, and his Ten Rings gang intent on summoning what he believes to be his dead wife, Ying Li, trapped behind an interdimensional portal in the magical village of Ta Lo. This village is defended by a group of highly trained magical village warriors led by Ying Li's sister, Ying Nan, and played by the queen herself, Michelle Yeoh. Aided by his best friend, Katie, played by Aquafina, and his estranged sister, Zhu Jialing, played by Menger Zhang, Shang-Chi throws himself on a global adventure filled with fights against Razor Fist, cameos by Wong and Abomination, along with the return of Sir Ben Kingsley as Trevor Slattery, the fake-out Mandarin of Iron Man 3. The 132-minute martial arts spectacular ends with the death of Shang-Chi's father, a cataclysmic battle against an escaping Cthulhu, Shang-Chi rightfully stepping up to his destiny and becoming an Avenger, and even some karaoke with Wong. So, before we go further, we're definitely going to pronounce names wrong, yeah. or just completely say the wrong titles of TV shows, like Kim's Convenience, not King's Convenience. Did I say King's? Yeah. I'm so sorry. You're, you're hooked up on Rings. <laughs> <laughs> Rings Convenience. I love that fucking show, too. Yeah. Ben King's Convenience. We yeah. <laughs> purposely say all the names correct at the head of time, ahead of time, so we're going to fuck it up for that very reason. We tried, Yeah, we tried to practice. Yeah. And it is Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi, yes. Shang-Chi. Yes. Uh, so initial reactions in 20 words or less. What did you think about the MCU's first movie anchored by an Asian lead? I uh, was incredibly happy with this movie, and I'm happy that it was as successful as it was uh, being released Labor Day weekend. During a goddamn pandemic, uh, Disney made the decision not to release it on Disney Plus like they did with Black Widow. So you had to go to the theater to watch it. It did well. Um, you know, it did better than a lot of the first iterations of the MCU films like Captain America, Thor, uh, uh, and so on, Incredible Hulk for sure, and so on and so forth. Um, this movie surprised me, because I actually had kind of very mediocre expectations of it, uh, because some of the trailers looked a little cheesy. Uh, I've said before that I'm not sure how well the character of Shang-Chi works in isolation, because he's basically a Bruce Lee pastiche, or that's how he was introduced in the comics. But I think uh, the action, the comedy, uh, all of it like worked pretty well for me. Uh, I've got a few caveats there, but we can get into that a little bit later on. 20 that words? Like, that was like 50. I 20 words is say, a lot longer than I thought. <laughs> I know, like 400 words. Yeah. My turn, I guess. Yeah. Um, so, I saw this movie twice. I saw it once with Ryan, with Ryan, and then I didn't tell him, but I saw it the, ne- the day before with a date, and I didn't mean to do it. We just happened to be at Haikon eating. Um, do you and, mean you didn't yeah, mean to yeah, do I'm it? Yeah, a liar. Um, wow. I loved it. I thought it was excellent. 
So when I was surprised and excited, you were. <laughs> oh, I fucking knew. I didn't know what was going to happen. That's right? tough. Yeah. Um, You're just watching Ryan like, does he get joy out of this? <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was aggressive. I don't know if that's the right word. Like, in a way, like, their cut, cuts were not galore, but much more than I think was going to happen in any other Marvel film. Yeah, for there sure. There was like three shits and a bitch and all sorts of stuff. Um, Aquafina is <laughs> always hot and cold with me, mm-hmm. and she was fucking fantastic. I don't she was think great. I don't think there was a character yeah, yeah. that I did not like. Yeah. I love, well, we'll talk about the character later. Anyways. Yeah, yeah well yeah. said. Uh, I was, uh, well, thought it was seeing Ruth Clark for the first time, but um, <laughs> uh, I, I just loved it so much. It felt like a Marvel movie, but it felt so different, yes. too. It just, it felt like such an original take on mm-hmm. something in that same universe. It had the tropes still there, obviously. They're going to fight with colors, basically as the final fight and it's, the third act's going to be a little bit crazy, but it was just a, such a fun experience. I loved it so much. Aquafina owns me too. <laughs> I do. Now I agree with you completely that, uh, Aquafina really, I was worried about from the trailers as well. They edited it like it was kind of a fast and the furious, at least the first one. And then it started expanding and I was like, Oh, this will be great. And in fact, actually what was funny is the clip that they used in the original trailer, that kind of got me a little bit frustrated, which was like, you know, the bus scene. Fast, well, not even that, it was the fast car pull up. Oh, yeah. And it was a joke in the movie, which yeah. I really appreciated. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh, great, this is exactly what I want to get, which they is not probably like. probably noticed that and they're like, look, we're going to retool that. Use that. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, no, because yeah, I was just, I thought it, I, everything just hit on all cylinders. I really enjoyed it. I think you're exactly right, Ryan. It felt like an MCU movie while feeling very fresh and original. It was exactly what I wanted. It's exciting to see that in a franchise you really like, and you, I would consume it either way, that there's still room to grow, and in particular, adopt other cinematic styles to tell different stories. The, the, uh, in particular, the embrace of uh, the kind of sweeping action shots, I thought, was fantastic. Uh, I, well, I want to talk a little bit more about not just the fact that Shang-Chi you know, is the Asian lead, but the movie is predominantly oh, Asian. Yeah. And it shows um, the the diversity of being, you know, Chinese-American or actually being Chinese because you've got, you know, Shang-Chi, who is an immigrant who came to the United States. You've got Katie, who I believe is American-born, is second generation. Uh, and then you've got uh, Shang-Chi's sister, who is still in, in China herself. And so, like, being Asian-American myself, like, you know, there are different experiences of somebody who is Indo-American living in it or Indo-Indian being living in India, Indo-American being born here, being second generation, or someone like me moving here, you know, at a very young age, and like how that experience kind of shapes you. And like, I loved like Katie's sort of, you know, uh, her journey into China when, uh, especially when they're in the, the village of Talo, and like this is like she's coming home for the first time, culturally speaking, and they're trying to like help her, and like. That like really just hit home for me. I, I cannot underscore, uh, underscore that enough. That, how great that was. That's so true, Kayla. Because there's such a shift of like the first half when they're there, yeah. and then they go over there, yeah. Like, and I, some people were complaining about that online, and I was like, that's the point, right it's, there. Oh, the yeah, point. Yeah. Yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I well, this is like another origin movie. What did you guys think of this? You know, how does this stack up this late in the MCU's origin movies, and how does it compare to some of the better ones? I think they figured out um, no one wants to see you get your powers, really. Yes. They just want you to have them already. Yeah. Them being able to fight immediately, I thought so, was So yeah. refreshing, so nice. It's the Spider-Man effect where we just want to see you in action already. 
um, because we'll figure it out on the way there. Audience are, is, are smarter now, so right. we don't have to worry about that. So just show me, don't fucking tell me. Yeah, I think the reason I liked it in that way is that it was an origin story, but he was trying to escape his origin. Yes. Yeah, as great opposed point. to like learning about this and that. Oh my blah, God, blah, that's blah. That shit. It felt, honestly, yeah, it's like it felt like a... Sadly, it almost felt like a sequel to an original movie where he had to like learn about how to fight, and then, it's like they did such a fast job of telling the story. Like they they really are getting much better about that, and makes it so much more fun to watch. I um I was comparing it in my head to Doctor Strange, um, and I wish Doctor Strange was like this, where like the character was already established, mm-hmm. and you got to see his uh you know flashbacks. origin and flashbacks, mm-hmm. and you got to do that. Here, instead of like doing a linear story of like you know boom 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 like and all this, it was just God that would have been so boring. I think that uh, to me this is most comparable to Black Panther. Yeah, in mm-hmm. a lot of ways, um, especially with the amount of additional prologue that they had to have in this compared to that. And I think it's because you can figure out the relationship between the five tribes a little bit easier, and we already knew about you know vibranium. But I liked the way that they set up this kind of intro. Because it made the whole movie not just an origin story, but kind of a mythological tale um, that Mm -hmm. uh, has a different vibe than this is just one hero's journey. It actually fits into a larger set of themes and ideas. Well, it's very ensemble based, even though obviously his name is in the title. Like you had all of the characters I felt like had kind of full storylines, at least his sister and uh, Katie. Um, and then even particularly Yan Ning, I thought, which Michelle, yeah, like her, their whole little journey and, and Guang Bo and Aquafina's relationship and Katie's relationship. I just thought it was like they did such a good job of creating enough people that everyone was interesting and like not necessarily three dimensional, but just had everyone. There was like a lot of good conversation and connection going on between people. And it beat the Bechdel test. I was going to say, yeah, not only did it pass the Bechdel test, it aced Flying the Bechdel colors. test. <laughs> yeah, no, I fucking loved it. It just made it so much more interesting because the story wasn't necessarily just about Zhang-Chi, which is exactly what I want, because that's what I hate about Ordens. I mean, the moment she commented on her pants was was passing the Bechdel test. Also, that was the worst part of the uh, thing, because <laughs> she commented on how great her pants were when they were like ugly yellow lime green big-ass <laughs> pieces of shit pants. I was like, is she joking? That's Gen Z this fashion. Is, Gen Z fashion, Clark. No, but, but she, that, actor, that character, would not say that. She's not Gen Z fashion. Yeah, it was ugly. Those pants were ugly. Well, so besides better, knowing that this is probably going to be phase four going forward, we're like beyond the hero journeys, we're beyond the origin stories, we're going to start getting more into these backdoor pilot kind of things, or just in general, like movies that are advancing things forward. Obviously, it sounds like we want more of that. Is there stuff besides ugly green Gen Z pants that we want to see potentially keep evolving? I mean, I just want... want, mm It's just, this is very plot-based. I want to see, the, you know, the fact that the rings are a beacon, you know? I want that to be a huge plot point going forward. Agreed. I'd like just a little bit more consistency on the rings. It's very confusing what they do. <laughs> I, uh, what can't they do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's a little bit well, What they lasers. can't do is they use the ice powers and the fire powers. Well, that's what the original comic, yeah. too. I don't, I'm not really missing that, but... I, I like this interpretation. I just... They didn't I just that. want clarification. Just a little bit. It would just make me a little bit happy. They're almost just like lightning kinetic forces. They didn't seem particularly that strong besides just like being really strong. Like <laughs> this is this is what? Under- Wait, what? Like, no. They like <laughs> he flew a little bit. Like what I'm saying is like sure they showed you like they showed when you taking on armies in the, you know, 
18, the 1500s or the 1200s or whatever, there, or is he going to be going toe to toe with like, and if it was an end game? Yeah. Like, I'm just like, I would have thought they would have done a little bit more with the power, but I actually, actually appreciate that they weren't these like cataclysmic ending What they reminded me of is, uh, when I was a kid, I used to watch like after cartoons were over, like, uh, they would always have old Kung Fu movies on like whatever syndicated channel. And, like, there were some that were, like, super mystical. And, like, there was these undescribable, like, indecipherable powers. I mean, they just existed. Yeah. And that just, like, I got that feel from this movie in the best way possible. So, I'm like, I'm okay with them being a little bit, you know, vague. All I could think about those rings when I was watching the movie was, if Sonic saw these, he would have the <laughs> biggest erection of his goddamn life. And Wait, which I- teeth Sonic, though? Uh, yeah, the most teeth. Most teeth. <laughs> uh, and also, I'm so glad Bangles are back in because oh, of course you're. Oh, of course you're. Uh, uh, ready for them. Uh, well, so that's actually what's funny too is what did what to your point about what they can actually do. They could literally suspend in midair at all times because there's no way you could put five rings on both hands or bangles and have them magically all stay the same width. Well, they adjust in size slightly. They so. do, yeah. They do. Trust oh, me. so you apparently know about them now. Well, I watched the movie, so... <laughs> all we know is they adjust I, I used my yeah. eyes to see yeah. uh, what was on the screen. Wow. Um, I do love how they float in the air. No, well, like, cool. what else in Phase 4 do you want? Like, one thing for me that this, oh. back-to-back with Black Widow, that was... This did it really well. It still felt, I I feel like it's growing in my brain. And it's just like this third act. It's not a problem. This one actually I thought really went well overall. But it was like, there was always something else that had to happen just to make it that much more explosive. It got a little Marvel formula in the third act. A little bit. That's what yeah. was killing me. And that's There's when I went CGI. Sometimes I just want to be fucking murdered. And it's probably because we're still we're all watching uh, consuming what if as well, which yeah. always kind of ends in a cataclysmic like end. So that's every week there's something. We're happening. gonna get that though. I know, and I just I just want to have dragon. a subtle. What do you need? So, yeah, well, my dragon. <laughs> um, I just lost what I said. Of course. Oh, oh well, going forward, uh, what two things I want to see are Bruce Banner and Captain Marvel putting zero effort into acting. <laughs> they phone wow. the fuck. Wow. Watch, watch, watch. Just Let's just talk about that scene. Briefly, since you brought it up. You mean the Sony meeting? <laughs> that was that. Yeah. Uh, I'm absolutely obsessed with Brie Larson as a person and Brie Larson as an actress. She is... I just don't... I don't think that... I think she took this on and then was like, wait, what the fuck is this? Like, I think you're... Because it's... If all she's been doing called in for fucking, like, two-sentence cameos that she's like, okay, stand in front of here, stare at this, and say that. I'm like, what a horrible experience. Uh, yeah, there's that, and also uh, Mark Ruffalo definitely phoned it in, because I like him as an actor, but can we talk a little bit about how the fact the last time we saw him, he was the smart Hulk, and now he's just Dr. Banner again? Yeah. What do we think happened between Endgame and this, where he like reverted back to I mean, he, he got control his, of it. He, I was going to say, he fucked his arm up, up so much, and it's never going to get better because of him using the... Um, the gauntlet. That uh, he freaked out that he could be hurt in so, like, some extremely important way, that he's just gone. Quite possibly. But I do want to go back to your question, uh, Adam, about like what do I want to see in Phase 4. Uh, normally, like I, I don't want to just see like the fight him, shoot him up, whatever, in the, in the Act 3. I want to mm-hmm. see some creativity to like problems... Uh, I know I kind of shit on Dr. Strange earlier, but I liked the third act yes. or the final thing about like him, not just fighting Dormammu, but like coming in and trying to make a bargain with him. 
Shang-Chi, I can forgive it a little bit because his entire raison d'etre is fighting. Like, right, he is exactly. a fighter. So, like, we need to see that. So, but, like, moving forward, I'd like to see, like, the heroes use uh, creative solutions to come to their problems. I, I think one way you could have adjusted this story slightly is when he's having his first fight with his, the first final fight with his father. Jeez, so much alliteration. Yeah. Uh, that <laughs> We apologize for that, too. That's like, bring up, because his character for, for me felt pretty flat outside of the kind of a few good comedic moments that he had, that maybe part of his heroism was in standing up to his father that he doesn't like try and punch his way through the problem. His father then goes and starts trying to destroy the dragon wall and he's actually able to convince him, but the wall still breaks open somehow. Yeah, so that that you, was, you have yeah. some negotiation rather than like looking for solutions sure. to the problem outside of punching your way through it. So sure. I thought it would be hilarious and funny and I know it was not going to happen if they never, the dragon never came out. They just quickly just stopped it. They're like, oh, the huge, important dweller just eh, doesn't And then up. all the fans are like, <laughs> Everything just, I bet it was Mephisto behind that wall. <laughs> I would have been so fine with that because it was just such a deus ex machina, like, well, killing that, thing. That is like, a character, cares? though. In the oh, show. it is? Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, obviously solving uh, solving fights with words is better than fighting it out. But those fight sequences are fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. What did you guys like the most? Uh, my two favorite was actually, ironically, the bus scene, one. which I shat on in the trailer. Yeah. And then the, the building, uh, when they're at the, uh, after the, the little, like, fighting arena thing, yes. that was really cool. Because those are the least CGI-y yes. of all the, all the big fights. I didn't like the, um, the one on uh, the side of the building because... They didn't zoom in out, out enough to show everyone doing something at once. Oh, I thought yeah. that would have been much cooler to see all three characters interacting. That's Not a good in, like, call. They did something, but it was like zoomed in too much, and that shit was too dark. They only got so much money. It was so dark. I love that Always scene, so much money. I didn't like that. No, I, did, I, I love like Katie the just trying to be like, I can't, what do I do? And the <laughs> stupid bamboo that was like, yeah, falling that was silly. Silly. Oh, bitch, what a fall long ago. That was silly extra no. I did The fight, the actual fighting was very cool, but yeah, no, the. Again, everything I hated about that first trailer I saw became some of my favorite moments of the movie. I did like that the, bus fight was so fucking cool. The yeah. part right after that scene where he and Death Dealer are on that one floor just beating the shit out of each other. Yes. Was great. And the light coming from the back from the uh, helicopter, I like that a yeah. lot. Yeah. What did you guys think about that awesome fight scene between Abomination and Wong? <laughs> oh, great I, three seconds, I, and then they walk I, out together. I liked it because they were. T- it was totally like fake. Yeah, that's right. From the trailer, you were expecting a lot uh-huh. more, and it was just like this superfluous scene. Yeah, and no, after the, afterwards, they were like, you know, they probably shared the money between each other. Yeah. Oh, yeah, where do you think that Abomination goes in there? He goes back to the place where he's been locked up. They kind of show that. But where is it the raft? Is it, where is remember. it? Was it, oh, was so it someplace locked up? Because it looked like there was another boxing ring inside whatever area. I thought that, that was his cage. Maybe it's yeah. a cage. It seemed peculiar. They were like, Re, like Wong of all people was rehabilitating him, but I appreciate. He's going to show up in nods. She-Hulk, yes. Um, yes, he's Abomin- abomination. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, all right, let's jump into these characters. Shang Chi. Uh, liked him, but he was the least interesting part of the movie. Mm-hmm. Not for any lack of uh, Simu Liu's. No, oh, actually, he's he, great. He was much funnier him. than I thought he was going to be. He was great. I, I, but he was still because the other characters were so yeah. good. Yeah, that he was uh, the, definitely like the not the most interesting part well, of the movie. I do think part of the downside of cutting people in with their powers immediately for a movie is that you don't have as much. Which is, I still like it because it ends up I like the movie a lot more than I would have if it was like 
oh, I'm shot. What am I going to do? I got to go do this. And da, da, da. Like he's collecting you, each individual ring. <laughs> but you do, you do miss out on a little bit of that pontificating and that focus on the main character. I think when you move so steadily ahead, but I, I like it. I think the problem was that he, I liked him in it, but he was playing off of much better actors. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to talk about um, his father in a minute, who's a fucking stunning so actor. Phenomenal. And so he just like- kind of, you know, shrunk. In, in just in view of all these amazing people. Do you feel, because I really buy into the Colossus, Deadpool, uh, you know, you get five, four or five moments theory of being of heroism in like a movie that, like, I don't really think I saw anything that made Shang-Chi stand out as a particular kind of hero. Like, he's a little bit jokey like Spider-Man, a mm. little bit uh, noble like Captain America, but there's nothing that made him like in particular some kind of hero. Right. You mean that when he's riding Falcor in the never ending story? <laughs> I tell you. Um, yeah. But what's the where's the heroism? Yeah. Oh you're right, never mind. Yeah. He did, he did, did the fist bump. Yeah. yeah. And then he killed those bullies. Yeah. Well I mean I guess it does go trash can bullies. It does go back to the idea. I, I tend I I think I liked it more and because I just hate when it's like not even the Mary Sue problem, but it's always like the main character has to solve everything. And like technically he still did by the end of the movie. But for some reason, it just felt more cohesive that everybody was... Com- I mean, even fucking what? Uh, Katie shot the arrow to fucking blow out the guy's This is random, though. I know. I was, <laughs> so it was so weird. stupid. I, I, but I literally called it out at the end, too. She's like, I just learned how to shoot an arrow yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, thank God. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. dinner, like, come on. You can just fucking say you don't want to have dinner. With <laughs> and, uh, I do think it's... I do think, to that point, though, it's going to be unlikely unless it's an ensemble film or he's part of one that Shang-Chi has like a, a full sequel. Cause that's, I think that's the one part that's lingering is like, I don't know where his story really goes next beyond just being a great person, character and fun add to everything else that's happening. I, I think his role is the reliable, likable person. So kind of the way that black widow was that in the Avengers for so yeah. long. So he's a little bit less powerful than all the other ones, mm. even though he's got those undescript rings. <laughs> but like, I think that's the role he'll play. One is going one forward. is orange, one is blue. What more explanation? Unless they're both on him, he's going to be single color. he's going to be the Avengers thought when he because he's going to get shirtless and we're all going to just tell him. Uh, that shirtless scene is phenomenal oh, too. Really when really he just goes, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Could take a lesson. <laughs> My favorite is that when she's just like, "You can fight," and I'm like, "Yeah, look at that motherfucker. He is gorgeous. Been training for years. Obviously." Okay, so here's the issue. Not issue. So he wanders over to America at level like fourteen years old, yeah, fifteen so 14, years old, 16, and yeah. goes to school with all these I people. I thought about this the Is whole time. Is he just time. living like on the streets, homeless, and just goes to class a lot? I sat in, I sat yeah. at the movie theater, and I kept clicking back to that like every ten minutes. Be like, but wait a minute. <laughs> Did he steal money? Where does he live? I was How does very he confused hide? That. That's his backstory. He's been next. living in that garage for like 15 years. I'm going to say he did odd jobs. Uh, uh, living in Chinatown in San Francisco. Yeah, so, you know, he got paid under the table. He threw bowler hats? Yeah, sure. No, but I mean, I do think... I'm sure, <laughs> Seth, I'm sure that there are people that can live and exist in that way. So that's like, I was... Yeah, maybe they're not as privileged as you, Adam. Moving on. <laughs> uh, I do like that they ended the movie with uh, Shang-Chi and Katie being friends. I'm yes. tired of it always having to be yeah. a romance. Mm-hmm. I hope that they don't, they're not that trying to... Coming to no, they're definitely not. Even though the grandmother's like, when are you two going to get married? It's like, it's such an Asian grandmother thing to say. It's like, oh, 
a boy and a girl. I like, really hope age. they keep it that way. Oh, well, I, I actually agree, would yeah. love to see both of them end up having relationships with yeah. other people in the MCU. Because the fact that, and we can move on to Katie as well, the fact that she was brought in as like, you know, Wong's like, come with me. Like, she's part of the conversation. Yeah. Is what I love a lot. You know who Katie should get with? Uh, Kate Bishop. <laughs> Just no. arrow sisters. Uh, Wouldn't that be fun? I, I, think, I thought that's because they call each other Kate all the time. She's 21. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is not. Uh, uh, she is like 16. She's 16 years old. I don't know their ages. But yeah, she, I, I do think that I really love that they kind of Dual developed both of them as best friends, and both of them had their entire like A to Z journeys yes. in their movie. Yes, it was obviously Shang Chi's movie, but like, boy, what a great uh, you know, not even sidekick, like really partner. And she got to go through the portal at the end with him. Exactly, like, yeah. I'm on board for the rest of the movie. Yeah, yeah. I love. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What about Xu Xiaoling? My favorite protagonist. So fucking cool. She was so fucking cool. First of all, like. I love a woman who can pull off bangs, and she pulled those bangs <laughs> oh, out so well. Uh, she was so fucking cool, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about like the the second of the two post-credit sequences where she ends up being in charge of yeah. the Ten Rings, where it's like she's either going to be a villain or like neutral. I love that like she like her father always overlooked her, but she was the one who was the true heir. I felt she was the most cliche. Because that's what happens, yeah, yeah, yeah. The females always, you know, better than you know. Yeah, sixteen girls and women always start fighting rings whenever yeah. they leave. <laughs> no, that's, no, that is what happens. I know, I'm kind of stories, and I'm I was totally like, I it's like a cliche her. that I love. I, I yeah. like her. No, it's a cliche. I'm so bored of. Uh, uh, okay. All I can think of it is the, happens all the, fucking the last time. Airbender. Oh like, yeah, it's like they're like the fire nation. Like, hey. Yeah. I did think that uh, I thought oh. the, the actress brought a lot to the role. I really yeah. enjoyed her. Like she her, yeah. was really fun. <laughs> she was so screwed over by Shang-Chi. He just fucking leaves her when she's 10 years old? What kind of like, she, was like, she was like, three hours turned into three days, turned into three yeah. months, years, Six 30 years, years later, I'm now in America. What? What the hell's wrong with him? I know. What jerk? No, you wouldn't leave your best friend. It was super fucking weird. Your they, sister. They totally wrote that. Oh, no, 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 no. That is a horrible thing to do. I, I would not have forgiven him in a day. I mean, I think it was. Well, I don't know if you would like. I understand I her, her, her yeah. emotionally, but I don't know if you can also put this that weight, that onus on. Shang Chi. Yeah, you can. Fuck it that. might give motivation for her to not like him down to the twist road. a little to, more. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe they're, they're going to be. They're setting up and then, as a fifteen years. Yeah. He gets like a you know not really a letter from her, but a letter, and he's like, oh, I guess I have to go back. I haven't seen her because I left her, abandoned her. Yeah, yeah, that's an awkward letter to respond to. Yeah, <laughs> a letter that literally just a hey, sorry, she didn't send it. I know, I know, but he thought, and therefore he went back. Mm. Yeah, uh, but also it was after his like pendant got snatched. Yeah. All That's a euphemism, standards. right? Sure, but also literal. Uh, Ying Li, Ying Nan. Uh, um, I okay. So Ying Li was kind of superfluous, but she was fine. Ying Nan, as much as I love Michelle Yeoh, I felt like I wanted more. Yeah, yes. agree. Yeah, <laughs> you mean like just having one minor leaf fight is the most important thing to get him to gain his powers or Basically, something? Basically, yeah. Because <laughs> <It's, it's laughs> she's arguably maybe probably the biggest uh, star, and she was so totally underutilized. Correct. Yeah. 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 Like, I, just I was to get, confused I, Just to give it more of a prestige feel. I, I, I mean, I, I think there's yeah. a definitely a purposeful like a crouching tiger hidden dragon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, especially with... It was great. I like the scene, but it's... 
Yeah, kind of weird, yeah. It didn't get to the point, which is the same thing with Katie and the bow. Like, you know, quickly, you can shoot one time and you're amazing. Those two scenes were rushed. Yes. Yeah. See, that's kind of what annoys me because I'm like, you wasted so much time on uh, summoning the Cthulhu where you could have just left that in the shield and had more Uh, time with conversation, development, and actual growth. No, that Cthulhu was was a nasty bitch, remember? (laughs) My favorite line from Aquafina in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted her to say messy bitch, but I'm not saying that just pretty good. What about the uh, reprisal cameo of Trevor Slattery? Loved it. Too many minutes. Too much time with him. I, agree. I think he was Oh, great. really? I think up he until, was overused. Up until they got to Tanlo. The second, he, uh, yeah, the second yeah. he ripped up that stupid dog bird thing. No, I don't know. I love that dog bird I like the subversion of the work we're bringing out a cutesy character with a dumb baby face that they're like, we're taking off the face entirely. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought it was a dumb looking character. I hate, I hate. It's still a cutesy character to include. It's a pig bird. And I yeah. hate that it magically knows the way. No, I would buy that fucking stuffed animal in a second. <laughs> Forget it's the fucking fuck 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 with legs. Exactly, that's what I love. Yeah. Yeah. It's and weird. Wait, um, so one of my top t- ten scenes in this um, movie top is ten. when the Trevor Slattery is, is talking about how he thought that <laughs> the Planet of the Apes were real. Yeah, oh my god! to know, like, learn how to ride horses. It was, the it was so good. I, it was so stupid, but bizarre that I enjoyed it. That's, it felt so original. So I, I just, I just, I agree that I think he probably could have and should have had, and he kind of mostly did. I did like him playing dead, although that was kind of. Well, that was, was they yeah. like. They used him a little bit more than they needed to when they got there, but yes. I thought they. I'm really glad that it wasn't a throwaway cameo and that it was actually like a mostly part of progressing the story. So if you, if you didn't see it, uh, Disney made a short uh, ten minute video called yeah. "All Hail the King," where they actually visited Trevor Slattery while he was in prison. And mm. spoilers that um, he they break, break him break out. Him out yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, but uh, I thought that was actually a much better way of, of dealing with this character. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you don't have to spend as much time in this movie when you're not doing as good of characterization on some of these people. What was that? Move? Should we move on to the villains? Yeah. Oh my God, I love it. When you, when Wu, sorry. So, um, Tony Liu, Tony Lung. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, okay. He is, as Clark said, a phenomenal, so phenomenal, mm-hmm. phenomenal actor. I also love that his motivation was sorrow. Uh, and like, I have not seen that yet in a MCU, uh, film antagonist mm-hmm. so much so that it reminded me of, uh, Dracula from Castlevania where, I mean, the whole thing is like, you know, Dracula's big bad. He ends up kind of, you know, turning his ways when Lisa, his wife comes in and then she gets killed and then he like loses all fucking like, um, uh, uh like perspective on yeah. life and like Holy go, go time. after everybody. Uh, and then, you know, you've got, like, you know, his son coming to, like, stop mm-hmm. him. Uh, so I really, really liked that journey for him. And, like, I could just watch him for hours. Watch, yeah, watching it the second time and not telling Ryan I did that. Um, <laughs> from the get-go, his through line is so perfect. And so every yes. single thing he does seems right. Not right. Uh, you know. It's it's logical. Right. It's logical. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's right. Um, that, I mean, I fucking love him. I would 100% fuck him before I fuck Shang-Chi. I, I'm sorry, he's hot. He's got a great head of hair. Yeah. They're no, not, not both. They're not yeah. actually related, so I think he could make something. <laughs> oh, I've seen those movies. I mean, the, I'm at the character, not the actor. Okay. Um, Me too. I fuck that corpse who got, like, sucked away, his soul was gone. 
Oh yeah. The, yeah, I was so happy that, especially in like the first movie that Shang-Chi would be in, that you actually have a development of a character who had their villain that has their own ups and downs, their full throughput. And like, it was really tough to watch it. Like, I mean, obviously it was because it was acting so great, but like just this idea of someone convincing themselves that their dead partner is trapped behind something because, and he doesn't trust those people. I thought it really worked so well. I really liked his character. And like, even when they had gotten pulled into, I got what the 10 rings, like main home where you show them the walking path. Like you could easily see he was not necessarily neutral, but just such a thoughtful, complex individual, which I thought added so much value to the movie. Um, it was an interesting mirror image of like phase one movies where the protagonist of MCU films are really interesting. The antagonists are super bland. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that Shang-Chi was bland, but uh, he was definitely less compelling than, you know, his father. Yeah. He, well, he was the typical, he, it's all we were just talking about. Like he's heroic. He's thoughtful. He's funny. Like he yeah. is all of the hero stereotypes. Whereas this, uh, you know, when it, it makes not. it makes me, even though Black Widow was the first of the Phase Four films, it makes me more confident that Marvel has figured out their antagonist problem, uh, that they're not going to just have these sort of like no. very yeah. bland uh, villains. They're actually going to like actually develop these folks. Both well, of them are awful. Who the villains in Black Widow? No, Black Widow was oh, terrible. Actually, yeah, that's that's part of, what I was worried. Like, I was worried about in Black what Widow. What I'm saying is that they kill off the best villains, besides Loki. I did find that a bit frustrating that they had yeah. to. They took them out of the picture because I think that character could have done a lot, especially in growing Shang Chi's character. Because one of the best things to do, everyone knows this from like Alias and a bunch of other stuff, is like if you have a personally related villain to you. You bring them, put them behind bars, and then obviously you have to go to them for advice because that's the only advice that ever really works, seemingly. But I thought that could have been a really good yes. extension Who of Shang-Chi's character. He could come back in some way. You know, we didn't see him explode in a helicopter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about Razor Fist? Uh, uh, we want to talk about it. I, the actor. <laughs> I thought Razor Fist was going to be a one and done, like just happens and killed off in five minutes. Bizarre that they kept him alive so long. He had his weird car thing. He's going to become like a joke character. And at the end, he's like some sort of weird, like badass, like go- uh, not what's the word I'm going for? Not governor, but like bodyguard. Of- oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, what is this? They actually general. I'll use that. No, I'm, okay. I'm a little bit confused because I want to make sure I've got the right character. He was the one with the two foot blade yes. on his arm. Just, just checking that was Razor Fist. Yeah, 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 yeah. His single piece blade came out of his arm where his arm was cut I'm so just confused. inches above the elbow <laughs> yes. and it somehow he's able to it's hollowed bend, out it's just he's a, been able to bend his elbow and also send out an entire yeah, why not? blade because you're, <laughs> yeah, you have to bend your elbow your your elbow and, I, don't, I don't know why I have to say it like this your elbow has to bend and not to be a powers person but what are those blades made out of? Like now, dragon vibranium. Yeah, I'll say that. That's made out of a fucking dragon. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, he also. I mean, I, I felt things too. when I was watching yeah. that movie. Oh, it was very shocking that you wanted like <laughs> choke me, daddy, razor fist. Oh, yeah. Well, but like he had like a cute, like more Adam's like, does a whip come out of there? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what do you think he does? Like, look at that car. What do you think he does on the weekends? Probably just like, you probably would fuck that car, too. Yeah. So calm down. Yeah. So, yeah. so what I... That's not Razor Fist? <laughs> what I missed from his character was him having two razor razors. He's not able to wipe himself or feed himself. They literally have parts where Deadpool makes fun of him in the comics yeah. because he's incapable uh, of masturbating. Couldn't do that. He actually has, like, 
women like feeding him and doing all this fun. Oh, like, but can't you just yeah. if you could get a you could wet, do one prosthetic? Yeah, you could build in a prosthetic to build out some goddamn blades. No, you think you'd build no, out one no, to build out? Technology one. doesn't exist. No. Fist fist. We've got we've got Ultrons <laughs> running around, and this guy can only get a sword. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, likes he likes it that way. Hey, what about Death Dealer, who really <laughs> didn't do a whole lot? It looks cool. Looks cool. great. So in the comics, there have been three different ones. The first one was killed off in three three issues. So I mean, I'm not yeah, surprised. Yeah. He just looks nice. So yeah, that, that's well, the one we were interpreting. No, I well, <laughs> I do think what I appreciated it actually did work out in the scheme of the story is that like when he he's the person that gets his soul sucked out for what's his name to be like yeah we should work yeah, yeah, yeah. so that I did I actually mean, yeah that's they built that up which I thought was actually kind of funny god the fact that he lived was bizarre <laughs> Razor Fist <laughs> well so yeah so Razor Fist is potentially still part of the Ten Rings Zhao Ling has obviously taken it over uh, where do you think she's really going to go with that or where do you want to see it go you know, I wish, um, besides Razor Fist, I wish Trevor, wish Trevor Slattery was the other person protecting her. It would have been so embarrassing. <laughs> uh, her, her other protector is just an idiot. Oh, yeah. I'll, but that, I'll, I will say, I know we talked about already, but we didn't like, that was the worst. That post-credit scene made me so angry because it followed Which every was second. It was a second long waste of time almost. I liked the look of it. When she was just like, let's get started, shall we? And then it zooms out. I'm like, that's the shit in every fucking action movie at the end when someone takes power that shouldn't have power. So I, the movie theater I saw it at, I, we were the fourth showing on a Thursday and it was supposed to start at 9.30. Apparently the f- prior three showings were canceled because the file that they had was corrupted in some way, so they had to go to another movie theater to get a new file oh, uh, to like get this oh. started. But so it didn't start at nine thirty, and then it doesn't start at ten. And then they say like, okay, we've got the file; it's gonna we're gonna start it soon. It doesn't start at ten thirty, uh, and then like they're like people are just like leaving the theater, and they have to refund everyone. Um, so you're just like sitting in this theater on a delay. But also the air conditioning doesn't work. Oh no, baby. And the 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 big chair that I have that reclines doesn't recline. So I have to sit upright for this whole time. Uh, you went to a circuit party viewing party. You know, it might not have been a movie theater at all. It might have been a warehouse. <laughs> they found like a bootleg version of dark room. Yeah. <laughs> so the movie didn't, didn't start till eleven and I they like Gave us like free big gulp soda. So I like tried to go to the bathroom before, and by the time the credits were rolling, oh, I'm like, no. this better be fucking worth it. <laughs> it better be something so good and groundbreaking. And then when she's like, you know what? It's time to let the girls be a part of this, and we're gonna start this organization right. I'm like, really? Really? <laughs> My bladder almost exploded for this, and I'm sweating at 1.30 in the morning? I made me so mad. Yeah, mm. I mean that ending did suck, but <laughs> worse for you. <laughs> I do. I really hope that she plays neutral because that's what I was like. Are they just mercenaries for good now? I, I hope she's like over Shang-Chi and she's just like shut up. Well, just like we'll deal with. I it. am excited for there to be the you know her running the Ten Rings, the Black Widows as an organization, the Dora Milaje mm-hmm. kind of all running around being these like super groups doing way more than Shield or Hydra could have ever done for sure. At this point. Isn't every woman we see part of some secret organization? <laughs> 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 oh, right, because then you go to the obviously Pepper, Pepper Potts has a book club. <laughs> <laughs> yes, goop, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Let's talk about some... Well, yeah. No, this... we're good. <laughs> <laughs> We've done all this. All right. Any loose ends that you want to uh, Well, yeah. Out? Any final thoughts from the magical group in front of me? Yeah, I think uh, I was a little bit disappointed by some of the CGI. It became like the lion's were reminding me so much of the rhinos from Black Panther. Oh, the rhinos of Black Panther. The oh, best thing that's ever God. happened in a Marvel movie. Why did you make me think about that again? Yeah, <laughs> and it was like, there was like a, a bunch of scenes toward the end where like they put a lot of effort into those dragons, but not as much to the people standing near the dragons. Yeah. <laughs> the only reason why I'm laughing really hard is, and this is more behind the scenes, but I just love that the question is like, there are mixed reviews on the CGI. I was like, so you just created the mixed reviews yourself? <laughs> <laughs> I just guessed and wrote it down. You're just like, I heard that people didn't like this. People being me. And I just well, <laughs> there's a reason why the best fighting scenes are the ones that look more oh, like, like real than the, the CGI ones. Like, well the, said, yeah. They, like, that's the one of the wait, few wait, wait, I want to go back, because what, don't I count as a person? <laughs> don't my, I <laughs> You're my favorite Rotten Tomatoes. Is, everyone, so saying is yeah. everyone saying it's great? Is everyone saying it's great? You're, like, sourcing random Twitters. I, I, was, I, I read, read reviews. <laughs> I, this is bullshit, because I read reviews, and people had... He had to kill time <laughs> waiting in the theater for the movie to start. Yeah. He was reading reviews before the movie. Oh no, God. I will say, like, one of the few flaws in this movie is, like, uh, the action ramped down for me as far as quality goes. Oh, yeah. And uh, I kind of wish it, like, had, you know, reversed that so you got to see, like, more and more and more build-up. But, uh, you know, maybe they'll fix that for the sequel. I did love the entwinement of uh, the mythos. The entwangling. The entwangling. Of, no, but, like, I did think the additive elements of mythical creatures and that kind of fantasy was great because the MCU really hasn't seen that. Correct. But, yeah, it definitely could have been handled in a, in a better way. I want to know where the fuck the dragons go at the end. I just want to know what the future is. Brunch. Brunch. They go to brunch. Okay. You know that picture? The the picture of dogs playing poker? That's what they go do. Oh, I love that. Um, Um, My question is, what happens between two parts of buses? There was like crazy blue electricity, fire, yellow, every sort of thing. And I was like, is that how they were put together? In San Francisco, Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, those are all rigged to explain. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, if I ever have to see stock footage of white SUVs driving down that zigzaggy hill in San Francisco... Lombardi gonna, Street? Yeah, yeah, I kind of hoped or that, that Ant-Man would show up for a second, considering they're both in oh, that's true. San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did, but he was very... Uh, <laughs> you missed him. Uh, that's a tiny cameo. Uh, well, with that, I think that's the end of our podcast. Brett, where can people find us? Well, they can find us on Twitter, at Homo Superior uh, X, and on Instagram, at Homo Superior Podcast. Uh, tweet your thoughts at us about Shang-Chi, and... Um, I don't know. You're great listeners. We're great podcasters. Yeah. <laughs> homo, wait, what is it? Homo shit dicks? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bye, little homo. Homo shit dicks. Yeah.